Cultural Theory and Understanding of a Misspelled Madman Podcast. I'm your host, Samuel. And Hallball and Killhall. I hope you enjoy Season 4 of this podcast. Okay, this is a couple, this is about a month, but not technically year slash Ugh, fucking hell. Okay, I just finally ate at the bar restaurant that was next to barbershop and down in downtown Lincolnton, and uh, the place is called City Cellar. Uh, my total bill was twenty-seven dollars and eighty-two cents. I got their cellar burger, truffle, mac and cheese, and uh, Mackenzie's pumpkin. Mackenzie's pumpkin is an alcoholic cider, and they was it was on sale that day for three dollars. And the burger is a barbecue burger. It is sweet because it's a sweet barbecue but also because the cheese is slightly sweet and the onions are slightly sweet it still tasted good it still tasted like meat but it tasted like sweet meat like it was almost not candy sweet but it was sweet and it did also the mckenzie's uh cider was sort of sweet it was five percent alcohol and it it was okay. I only had maybe half of the bottle. And I had one glass of sweet tea. Non-alcoholic. And then... And the, and, the, and the, it said truffle mac and cheese. But it was not mac and cheese at all. It was just straight uh, truffle oil with a little spritz or something on top of it. And straight noodles. That was it. No cheese whatsoever. Even though the menu itself said mac and cheese. It did not have cheese on it at all. It was probably truffle cheese, which was was non-existent. Um, the, again, the burger was okay. It wasn't the best thing. Um, they have some other good looking things on the menu. Um, they have a Wagyu. A melt sandwich, but they highly recommend it has to be medium, rare, or rare or medium. And they can do well done, but they rec- don't recommend the well done because every time the well done has been made, she says you can throw it like a frisbee. My rebuttal to that, I didn't want to, this is the first time I ever going to that restaurant, I didn't really care, uh, so I just got the burger. Instead, because I was between the burger and the Wagyu. And she, she said that to the to the Wagyu. And I'm like, ah, okay. So I just get the burger. I got the burger medium well. And they actually did a decent job. It was extremely, it wasn't rare. And it wasn't extremely medium. It was actually a little bit better than I expected. It was a little bit more well, uh, medium than I expected it to be. But at least it was well done majority of the way. 
which was very nice. Because of my own personal beliefs, the way I was raised and everything else, no blood should be in your meat. In the sense of any red or chicken meat. Or chicken-like meat. There should be no blood in it. Period. Now, if it's different for different cultures and different religions, blah, 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 blah. Personal preference is no blood in any red meat or any chicken-like meat. Okay. Next is... She gave me a bag of chips. Sea salt bag of chips to go with this one burger. I'm not lying. The whole presentation looked sad. And the truffles thing came in a weird oblong looking dish. Like it had like a lip. Like it looked, the whole dish itself looked like, I forgot to take a picture of that one. Of the mac and cheese one, but. It looked like an upside down baseball cap, is what the is what the noodles came in, and it can't and the, but the but the base but the lip for the baseball cap, like the the bill, is all the way up, in the sense like almost folded into the inside of the baseball cap, kind of deal. That's the kind of dish it came in, and it was a small dish because there was a side dish, and I'm like, okay. That was five something, but that was another one. That was eight dollars. It wasn't worth eight dollars. The truffles, the the truffle noodles were not worth eight dollars. It did not taste eight dollars worth. It did not feel the amount being eight dollars worth. The ingredients were probably mini probably eight dollars worth because the truffles but the presentation the size of the ingredients and what it was expected did not feel like it was eight dollars worth the burger did not have any less than tomato on it it was strictly onions cheese and onions cheese and sauce And and meat, and then patty. That was it. It was a fifteen dollar burger. I expected to be a little bit more on this. Again, this is a, a celery. This is a, a cellar. This is more of a bar restaurant. I understand why it's fifteen bucks. Most burgers are around fifteen bucks, but I did not expect it to be that bland looking. But taste <coughs> sweeter than I expected. In the sense of it just tasted sweet. Not sugary like candy, just sweet. I I don't know how else to explain it. Um Atmosphere was good. Uh chairs are wobbly. And the majority of their chairs in that entire place is high chairs in the sense of, like, the chairs are tall, tall slash high chairs um, everywhere except for one table in the very back 
that is more of a normal size table with couches and with couch and stuff on the side. And they have a little table side table side that is off to the sides next to the bathroom doors. Because this is a small one uh, room bar restaurant that has like like a mini selection of tabletop game stuff to entertain guests and stuff. Also, they are uh, one of the people for uh, entertainment was coming in as I was leaving and setting up for their music or what or something. Um, as I came in, and they prefer reservations. But if you do not, if you come after, I think it was, I think they said, I think the sign says two o'clock or four o'clock or something like that. I want to. I'm just going to give you the best of that out. If you come before. Two o'clock on any day, you have to have a reservation. Before that, you can just walk in if they're not full. Other than that, you're good. Uh, they have wines and whiskeys and sweet tea and sodas at this place. Um... Overall, I give it a I give it a 6.5. Out of everything, I give it a 6.5. Maybe if I got a different meal entirely, it probably would have been better because I per- personally for my meals, I if it's an entree stuff, I would prefer that to be more salty and savory than it to be sweet immediate. Uh, it's just sweet. So, again, this did not taste like candy. It tasted sort of like a syrup, but not like a candied syrup, but, and not like a syrup like pancakes. It tasted like a savory sweetness, if that makes any sense at all. And that's about it. Oh, and there was a wait time. In the sense of time getting in there. Time getting in there and sit down was immediate because there was no one in there but me and like one other person. Um, not counting the two wait staff and whoever's in the back. Um, uh, getting my getting my drink took about a minute and a half, and that was the McKenzie cider. Then it took. Felt like. 10 minutes 10 to 15 minutes for my meal to come out which was a not impressive looking burger, bag of chips and then another 5 minutes for the mac and cheese for the non-cheese mac and cheese truffles the uh, side dish to come out 
and and with all that, she got me a sweet tea because I ordered a sweet tea along with that for just my normal drink to go with my meal. Their sweet tea is okay. It's a black. It's a black tea that is sugared to. I guess I don't know the standard anymore. Uh, but it's southern sweet tea. That's all I can really tell you too much. Um, and that's my review for that restaurant. Hello, guys. Uh, season five. Is, this is technically season five. I've just been lazy and extremely busy at the same time. Lazy in the sense that I can do the podcast more. But... Uh, busy because everything else is going on is the busy season for scouts and for paying bills for tax season and making sure certain things are taken care of for personal reason stuff and and for private reasons and stuff like that Uh, just, yeah, then, then I had an issue happen also, uh, you may have noticed, yeah, I ain't gonna talk too much about that, that's been taken care of, sort of, behind the scenes, um, I ain't gonna bring that up anymore, anyway, um, the biggest thing you're probably going to be hearing next is the, my rant about Halo coming out. I'm definitely going to release uh, the 8th. I mean, I, I'm either going to release it day of release or the next day because... Oh my gosh, I just heard some, somebody read the reviews off of Rotten Tomatoes for the critics that watched the new, see, part of the first, of, of the newest season for the Halo stuff, and I'm like, okay, as long as they actually, the biggest thing I want is I want them to full reboot. And just follow the games only. In the sense of timeline. What the fuck is this idiot? I have people in front. We're in it's, it's traffic. And one person let another person go through. Well, the person behind her is like, oh, I can definitely do that too. And it's basically blocking literally two different lanes and going two different directions. And then it was green light, and some people couldn't get through because that car was like, oh, I can definitely get through and take, like, stupid bullshit. And, um, 
Um, I'm going to also probably put in a review of at least possibly two restaurants soon also because I want to test them out and to see if they're any good or at least what is the food item or food menu that I'm actually looking for in in a certain way. In the sense of when I bring up the word udon and then I explain what it is certain people have opinions that literally literally and I mean literally reinstate what I literally just said to them but they want to say it anyway because they want to sound smart or because they just didn't hear me to begin with because I'm looking for a specific product or specific menu item in a certain way because I have it I know where to get it, and I know how to get it, and I'm looking for other places that might have the same thing, because I liked it at this one place, because of it, what it is. Okay, so, explainer. Now I'm going to explain what the hell I'm talking about. The food product called Udon is the I don't know full explanation but I know my brief explanation of my knowledge and then some fancy pants mostly Simeon and some other people that every time I bring it up and they know Japanese cuisine too they's like oh it's this but like I don't want angel hair okay Basically, I want a, the product itself and total of what I am looking for is a spice is a spicy beef udon bowl. It's what I want. Basically, it's a combination of pho and ramen, sorta. Of. A basically a pho, but instead of rice noodles, it's udon noodles and. Udon noodles are a thick noodle that is thicker than a spaghetti noodle, and and it, it comes in usually two forms. No, yeah, two forms. Either it comes in fried like hibachi, American hibachi, or it comes in soup form. And I like the soup form better than even though the fried hibachi version. It's still good. I like the soup form better. Now, I've had it three or four times, and every time I forget what I don't like about the beef bowl. I finally figured it out last time I had it. It's between the sriracha. Because uh, they just put too much on it sometimes, or and it's not the seasoning; it's the actual leaf itself for the seasoning. Or it's the act, or it's 
I think the number one problem I have with that spicy meatball, uh, uh, that with that menu item, I think the biggest problem I have with it is that when they're seasoning it with black pepper, they put the whole kernel in there. They don't, they put the whole kernel in there for it and they don't sift it, they don't sift it or take it out of the broth whenever they make the whole thing. They leave it in there. And that, that's probably, pro, uh, that was probably seasoning with the, with the meat. But the thing is, is that it's not crushed black pepper, peppercorn. It's literally the whole kernel. And it's a lot of them. But to the extent that it's not too much and it's not too little. But the problem is, since it's a whole peppercorn kernel, it gets, it will get in between your teeth if you actually get to bite down on it. It gives you extra spicy flavor, which is good. But the problem is, it makes you think you just chomped down on bone from the meat, which is not a pleasant taste. Unless you like that, then it's up to you. But for me personally, I don't feel like I have to chew through cartilage or bone every time I eat some meat. Yes, you quote Bill character with quotation marks on that. But in general, if I'm eating a soup and I have meat and noodles and things, there's certain things I'm expecting not to be as hard as a peppercorn, even though it was in soup, because a peppercorn does not get soggy at all. It still, even though it may have been dried out previously and soaked in this broth like crazy and all this other stuff, it's not soft. It's not soft at all. It's as soft as it probably came out just straight out of the seasoning container the day of probably a couple hours ago for seasoning for freshness reasons or something to the extent that it's still hard like a cartilage bone. So, yeah, that's not a pleasant texture when you want to bite down and eat something that like soup or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and the problem with a beef uh, faux uh, soup is that even though it's good I don't like the cartilage and I honestly don't like the stingray um so uh the last time I had a foe I ordered the chicken one instead and it tasted five times better because I didn't have to worry about the cartilage issue or anything like that. It already came with chicken and beef at this specific restaurant that I went to, which was, I think it's called Spring Garden in Lincoln. And it was delicious. I liked it. The only thing is, is that I didn't, I, I wished it would have been even better if it wasn't a, a rice noodles uh, angel hair kind of noodle 
I wish it was Udon. But I digress. You can't always have the same thing. And that comes back around to what I'm looking for. I am looking for a faux-style soup bowl menu item. But instead of angel hair or rice noodles or ramen noodles, I am looking for that exact product, but in udon. Because it's basically basically called an udon bowl. Not a rice bowl, not a pho, not ramen. Because all those are different styles of noodles with their own respective categories. I'm wanting a more slightly heavier uh, dish, which is why udon is paired with it. Because it's slightly heavier, sometimes it's it's spicier, and sometimes it's something else, I can't remember. And the only other time I try to get an udon bowl is me taking a ramen broth and put udon instead of ramen chicken bowl. Problem with that entire operation and sentence and especially the place I went to get this um, it was a fused restaurant between a bar and a quote Japanese slash Asian restaurant where the staff base was Asian I couldn't quite place the thing it was either American Japanese or American Chinese I couldn't quite tell but they definitely did have American menus in the sense of like they had a bar they had a bar at the restaurant and they were playing sports so it was basically a sports bar with that kind of menu along with the other um, sort of southern Asian food. Sort of. Not completely. Um, And that was very disappointing and very lackluster both in broth and noodle form even though it was udon. Not to mention, they messed up my mother's order at also. Whenever she was asking for, she was asking for a specific thing on the menu and to only take off one thing. I was the one sort of messing up at the same time for the server because I was asking, can I have this specific product, which was the uh, chicken ramen, but instead of the ramen noodle, I wanted the udon noodle because I saw they had the udon dish, which was the fry part. And for some reason, they couldn't get the, the switcheroo or asking for it or whatever. So they just completely freak screwed the order over or something. Um, I went to talk back to Taco Boss, which is a food truck in my hometown, and they are always have they always have great food. I love them. The ATM that is supposed to be for State Police Credit Union in the middle of town, uh, downtown, which 
which is basically your town hall. Uh, they, I don't know if they're only opening it up that Pacific ATM specifically for event reasons or what, because I tried to get some money out of it yesterday and it was non-working, meaning there was no lights, no sounds, the screen wouldn't turn on or anything. So I don't know what the hell the fuck they did wrong or they just never bothered to set up a, a space for it to actually work. They just haven't gotten around to turning it on or that thing's on a special timer for only certain events or certain times or licensing things and stuff. I have no earthly idea. All I know is the stupid ATM don't work where it's supposed where it needs to be working in a downtown area that's always busy, especially with minor foot traffic for certain for the three main restaurants in the three to four main restaurants in the downtown area. Yeah, with the four main restaurants in that so five. There's five restaurants in that downtown area. There's the slightly Italian place that's where Scottish used to be. There's the Cath there's the Chuck there's the um, there's the uh, bakery cafe uh, maze. Then there's the uh, Mexican restaurant Tasso or something like that. And it's the burrito and taco taco boss uh, place. And they're f- separate note. They finally are working on the back part of the of the giant slab of concrete and pavement of where uh, they're building a new fire department. For the town of for the town of Maiden, uh, and uh, so yeah, finally working on that. We did that. Oh, Let's see what else was there? Oh, um, I am watching solo leveling. Uh, on Crunchyroll. It is a very good story in general. I have already completed the story in the sense of reading it and looking at it because it was a manhwa, a South Korean comic uh, in the sense of where this book specifically was created. It's sad, but the Creator of the entire story uh, made it. It was originally a novel, novel like book novel, and not like a light novel, like it, like everybody talks about with the long titles and bullshit. This was originally just a book novel, and the a company that's been looking at these novels have been translating this into comic form, and the way they've been doing it in their comic form is they've been taking it and putting it into webcomic form, which is nice, because a webcomic, a manhwa, or a uh, sort of comic book kind of deal, all three are colored, meaning all pictures have color in them. 
it's not it's not strictly black and white if it was a manga it would be uh, nothing but black and white except for a couple pages or, or splash pages and stuff um, and covers well this story got has gotten so much traction and popularity that they have uh, that they um, got a manga got it, it reprinted into sort of light novel form and uh, got it put into American comic form because it was originally a book novel then turned into a web novel a web, a web book a web web comic then it got turned into a manga because it got picked up by Bookwalker and it got translated into a regular comic form also. And now it is an anime. So, it's all good. Hello, we went to, uh, me and Isaac here went to Kung Fu Noodle. It was delicious. I went to scouting out the restaurant because I wanted to find some more of uh, the menu item I told you guys in the last segment. It's worth it. It was $10 cheaper than the other place for two people, uh, which was in Gastonia. This time, this one's in Huntersville area, and it's in the giant plaza. shopping plaza area, which you, you have plenty of parking and stuff for. Um, we walked to it because I didn't feel like going, I didn't feel like driving all the way through everything. So I just, the nearest parking area, I just found a spot, parked it, and we walked to the restaurant. Wasn't too bad of a walk. It was like, what, two minute, three minute walk? Yeah. Wasn't too bad. It, we, we got in there right as it was opening, uh, like at 1130. They opened at 11 o'clock and, uh, we're... We just got out, what, 12, 20, 12 o'clock? Yeah. No, no, we got out of the restaurant at 12, 10. Uh, that's after paying and everything. And then we got to the car at like 12, 30. Um, now we're about to head back to my back to my house. Back to the house. And Satisfy stomachs. <laughs> Yeah, with satisfying stomachs. I got the pork bowl, which is the hot pot bowl or something like that. And I asked for udon noodles instead of the noodles it came with, which I think was already uh, was which I think was already technically udon. Yeah, it just uh, it, it's just different uh, thickness. Um, and you got a I got the I got the tonkatsu bowl. And how was that? Really good. It had uh, had the mushrooms in there, pork, ramen egg, ramen, bean sprouts, everything, even the seaweed in there too. And it was just perfect. I just had uh, cabbage leaf, uh, three porks, udon, and broth in mine. It was good. A little lacking, but it was good. But I also ordered tem uh, shrimp tempura rolls. 
which was shrimp tempura, which is one shrimp tempura wrapped up in seaweed, and then around that sticky was rice. was sticky rice, and on top of it was sesame and and soy sauce drizzled on top of that, and then on the side you have pickled cabbage and not pickled cabbage, it's a pickled, pickled daikon radish and. Uh, wasabi. And, wasa- and a little dab of some wasabi. Now, by itself, the shrimp temporal tasted exactly kind of slight. It's different texture. But the flavor profiles match exactly what a, in my opinion, a McDonald's chicken nugget was. That's how the breading was, yeah. The breading on the chicken... The shrimp. On the breading on the shrimp is definitely like kind of breading that was that was on the breading on the chicken nugget. Yeah, That's what good. made it taste to me like a like a chicken nugget that was wrapped up for sushi roll instead of shrimp. But it was shrimp. And because I like to have the honey mustard McDonald's has, which is a little spicy, but not too spicy, um, and I and because uh, wasabi is very spicy and you also, you gotta temper yourself with it uh, if you just put a teeny teeny dab of it on it it tastes exactly like that kind of sauce with that meal so I had a great time especially since I used that as my extra meat for it total price was $43 for two people and that's and it went up because a soda fountain drink was a two dollars and fifty cent, and we and before that to start our meal off we got a Thai tea, and that's the a milk tea, and a cream milk tea, and um, and oh. that was three dollars each. But that one was perfect. It tasted more like what's it supposed to taste like for you. But in general taste for me, it tasted like it already had the boba stuff or the tapioca stuff with it, but it didn't have the pearls. But it was just the tea itself. So I, either way, I thought it was taste. I thought it tasted good. Um, the one in Gastonia, it's a lot sweeter than this one was, and. Um, and more of it, in the sense of uh, the glass it came in, because the one in Gastonia, you get it in like almost like a, like a champagne glass, yeah, with little ice, and it and they pour it to where it's literally separated until you dip your your um, straw. straw into it, or you just drink it straight, and it's beautiful and it's presentation like that, but. It's too yet to be desired, and you would definitely want to get at least a glass of water beside it, not soda. I made that mistake, and it was too sugary if you get soda afterward. Recommend you definitely have that first if you get anything spicy, because it'll coat your tongue so you don't get too spiciness and stuff with it, uh, and burn yourself out. Uh, But overall... It was good. That would definitely come back. Uh, I left the $5 tip. And 
Bathrooms are small. Uh, recommend go before you come go to the restaurant. Uh, and go at a proper time, in the sense of uh, look up their hours and make sure you're an hour before you go. Uh, because even though whatever time they say they're closing, they're actually closing an hour before that. Because they're, they have a sign on the door when it came in, uh, people coming in to eat uh, will not be able to dine in at all uh, after, uh, after 40, sure. 45 minutes before closing. Because they got to make sure their stuff clean up. Because they also have a little bar section area that is, uh, that is for the sushi, uh, sushi wrapping section or at least mixing area because it's because the restaurant's that small but overall it was worth it worth going there i am full in the sense of i'm not like overly stuffed and i'm not starving or still hungry afterward i can still eat but i don't really need to because i'm that full you're content yes i'm content for 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 the meal what what was your thoughts I thought it was awesome. Well, not really awesome. I thought it was that they have good service. Yes, they did have good service. The employees were really nice. Really. They're it, friendly. They greet you. They introduce themselves to you. Yep. Ask if you need anything, want to see if you might need anything. Wait time for food wasn't bad. Nope. It was almost, what did you say, about five minutes, if, if, if minutes. less. It was ten minutes because of the sushi. Uh, they had a ref- they had a they ran out of already fried sh- uh, shrimp, so they had to yeah. fry some more. And they actually explained that to you to, yes. to us. So it was like, oh, okay, that's why my shrimp's not here yet. Yeah. So, but it it worked out perfectly because I was already halfway through my bowl, and then the shrimp came, and then the shrimp roll came, and it was like perfect timing because I was about to run out of pork in my uh, bowl, and I was like, oh, I need some more meat in this thing. Uh, the the pork needed, in my opinion, a little bit more cooking or a little bit more frying. They char shoot the pork. I, 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 I should have... My personal taste is I like a crispy pork from that from my, like that pork belly stuff. But they... Um, it, it was like they, they just boiled it. Like they, they fried it and then put it in the broth for boiling. Afterward, they didn't fully fry it. They only uh, scorched it enough to where it was cooked, but didn't have it. But it still didn't have its char on it or anything. So it was like, oh, it was still good. Oh yeah. It's just that I was expecting a little bit more crunch or something out of it. Um, but overall, it was good. Did uh, you gonna say anything else? No, I'm good. Okay. Talk to you guys later. That's about it for now. Hello, guys. This is going to be a very chaotic... This has already been a very chaotic episode. So... Woo! Let's see. Uh, birthday's coming up. Hecarcom Con's coming up. And... I wanted to save up some money, but I didn't get to save up some money. Too nice.
having some smiling fun with VTuber news in the sense of the what looks to be the downfall of BG Sanji or Kuro Sanji, however you want to pronounce it now. Um, which, is, uh, which is supposed to be a Japanese ba Japanese based company and and uh, and stuff like that. Well, this company can do can. I don't know why it was beloved near the beginning. I guess it's just because of the talents. But now, since most of the at least the English wise, English wise, it was, it was, it was great because English wise, it was great because the because of the talents that they brought up. But lately, it's become the most hated because the an extreme culture shock kind of deal at the same sort of in a major culture shock way in the sense of how companies work versus the quote West which is basically every time Japan mentions the West uh, Western companies and stuff they always say West because they don't want they want to lump all of it together what they mean is American companies it's exactly what they fucking mean. They don't mean everybody that speaks English companies. They mean just American companies. That's what they mean. And the other biggest problem is that And the reason they say West is because they lump Canada in with America. And, uh... The way this company... It's hiring new people now is that they want people strictly out of high school or strictly out of college and um, and can only speak Japanese and briefly understand English at all so there can be more miscommunications between companies Talents and talents, countries, and companies. And so they can groom them to be manipulators, ass wipes, suck ups, and overall a shitty person. Now, depending on how actually strong-willed these people are that get caught up in this net, actually have a, a will or a soul whenever they get kidnapped or snatched or enticed by Ninji Sanji, 
all the debts. Because ever since... Uh, I forgot what wave it was. It's whichever wave uh, Mr. Rius and Vox Akina and Vogar Ovid, whenever their wave of boys came into the company in the sense of talent, once their wave came in, everything for that company has been going downhill. And I mean fucking downhill. It's, it's between that and the merger, because the merger happened around, around the same time. And if you don't know what I'm the merger I'm talking about is is the Nishisaji has different branches like most companies have different branches well this specific branch that got merged into the Japanese branch was the Indonesian branch Indonesian fans and branch the branch for Indonesia was actually is actually pretty decent and and pretty big because it covers over I guess a part it Besides just the country of Indonesia, apparently it, it spoke the most closest enough dialect area of whichever version of I, I don't know the language it's spoken in the uh, South uh, South Asia area. Be, there's always a, there's a lot of there's a lot of different. Um, countries in there and there's a lot of different dialects and languages and stuff but apparently according to Japan's thinking Indonesia is the most centralized or something I have no idea I honestly don't know but that's the, w the way it looks from the outside on my perspective is that according to Japan they think Indonesia is the center point for all of Southern Asia and when Nishisanji merged that branch into the Japanese branch instead, it was more, it was like, uh, fuck you to South Asia and we're going to stick everything in house and the only other branch we're going to have is English. And that encumbers Europe and Northern America. That's it. Um, and then they obviously have their Japanese branch that they've had for a while. And after that merger, they've been slowly firing off, um, or just laying off, really, um, their talent from, that was originally from that branch. And... Either that or they just, or, or either that or that company just, or, or that or the talent just decided not to renew the contracts and decided just to quit and go somewhere else. And let's see, Vesper got in some trouble with stuff. Vox got in some trouble with stuff. Rias, Mr. Rias, got in got in some trouble but not real trouble more like stupid trouble in the sense of like it, it wasn't really trouble at all it was just like 
oh, oops, he said one thing because he was frustrated on stream, and that's one of the reasons probably why he, he quit. But the real reason why he Mr. Reyes got Mr. Reyes quit is because Nishi Sanji, we found out whenever he went quote indie with uh, B Sojo uh, as Kuro, is that Nishi Sanji never bothered, even though the talent behind Kuro said that he was in England area. He's now in a different country. And he hasn't been able to pay any of his taxes, really, because because the previous company never bothered to pay their side of the taxes. And they said that they would. And now he's he's in extreme debt because of it. And that's one of the reasons why he quit. Um... And I'm like, hmm. And it also doesn't help that he exposed uh, accidentally that all of their talents, there, at least in the English branch, or just him, gets 1% or 2% of the merch sales for, from the company for it, for the thing. Not to mention, the company doesn't bother to acknowledge any of the major, quote, major milestones for creator on the internet for certain places and stuff, which is an acknowledgement of accomplishment. They don't want any accomplishments being recognized at all, and they don't even want the fans of the talents to be acknowledged, period. The only thing they want their, their fans of the talents to be done is to use their money to steal their wallets to steal their bank accounts in the sense of like give me give me all your money okay now go away that's all they want that's all Nishizanji wants that's all they care about and their quote parent company which is any color um is a public traded company and their stocks have been dipping pretty rapidly along with most of the subscriber numbers for uh, the talents on YouTube because they only stream on YouTube plus or minus a couple of them probably going on Twitch but most of them are only on YouTube. Um, not to mention, each town is supposed to have their own individual manager. And then a manager that covers over like a group of section of managers and stuff. But... Their way, from the outside looking in, they the only the the way they have it set it up is that each person has a, a single manager, and it's competitive based in the sense that the manager gets the majority of the cut from merch sales if the talent does good 
or bad things. And it's so like vision based, I guess, or something like that. So it's up to the managers to quote push or not push or other things that the talents are doing and other things like that. And then they say recently that they have that they have quote guidelines and and stuff that they don't reveal personal information and all this and some other, and other things like that. Where they've already done it three times, twice with one uh, ex-employee and once with another employee that uh, fired last year or not two years ago, and that was I don't know what the hell is going on there. In the sense that that was an American uh, talent behind the character and left actually technically got fired um, because the company does not understand or or acknowledge family members unless it's under emergency contact uh as just family members, they acknowledge every ber- every person that's not the signature or the emergency contact as a third party outside the company. And if you talk to anybody outside the company, you're reprimanded badly or immediately fired. And also that, and then the, and. And then you Sanji like almost the way it looks like from my perspective of what I've seen through the quote idol part of the entire system of what was acute what what um what people were accusing uh Hall Live and some of these other companies doing with live real people for their idols to, uh, to like some of that stuff was like some of that accusing of some of those other companies and Hall Live and other things uh, that basically okay an idol in Japan's standards is a human being who is basically an actress and a songwriter or a song or or a singer or a musician most likely only a dancer and an actress that's it and if you can sing plus only those three th- things you're only those three things in Japan's word for an idol you're only those things and you can only be those things and you are worked to death by only working with those three things and if you are in any way, any face, any way, quote, defamed or uh, lose face or get pregnant, because majority of these are women, not men, um, 
or have other lives before or after or during, um, you are either fired, blackmailed, blackballed, blacklisted, uh, immediately fired and defamed, or defamed then fired, or uh, defamented, or lied about, or public information immediately shared wide, uh, uh, like community wide, like fucking crazy. When you probably already have stalkers trying to kill you, or rape you, or whatever, and the company not even fucking caring. Well, some of that is going on in Isusanji in the sense of not to that ex- extreme extent. But that's what um, is in the minds of the people outside of Japan immediately every time the word idol is brought up. Other than if it's just, other than if it's uh, actually the song itself, the music video itself, or um, a concert itself, or... Um, it's, um, or if it's an actual human being that actually cares about other human beings and stuff. Now, Hall Live has been in the business for a very long time. Longer than Inji Sanji has. And their parent company is any color. No, it's not any color. It's um, Color Corporation. Is there? Is there? Is any color? Is Niji Sanji? Color Corporation is is Hololive. Yes, Japanese people are original. Um, so Hololive has gone through the ups and downs through this to the extent that. They are better at taking care of their talents than anybody because they know of what to look out for, what and and uh, what to protect their talents for and of, and also to cooperate with their fucking talents. Nizisanti is more of a new company on the block in that stint, and. And Hololive has dealt with English-speaking people online and not online for a good couple years before they fully announced or did their English branch of speaking people. And they made sure they had English-speaking people that could speak moderate to fluent Japanese with their talents. Meaning they understood the culture or and the language in Japanese before they can, even though they fully spoke English. So, and Nijusanji didn't bother doing that. They went to the extent of, you know fluent English you know moderate Japanese 
and we're just going to hire you right out. Which is a big flag there because there's a major, major cultural difference in the working environment when it comes to America, Canada, and other English-speaking countries that the company itself is supposed to provide support and pay for shit that they're supposed to be paying for, like events, like travel expenses. Now, not all American and English-speaking companies do this, but it's expected, especially with big things. Nisanji does none of it. They're a company that wants to have not, nothing but your money, and they expect any expense is strictly coming out of the talents' pocket and break and making sure the talents only have a bare minimum amount of money to live off of, if any. And then constantly berate them for and nagging them of things that they done wrong in the Japanese business way and everything like that and wanting them to work almost 48 hours or no, sorry they want them to work uh, every single day with no breaks and then also have them themselves be the editors and the posters and the and also getting uh, notes for their videos and uh, and work out how things are monetized or not monetized and even though they're they're not even getting even though the talents themselves aren't getting in the money for their efforts at all other than the one or two percent for merch sales and half the time they don't even get merch sales and Whenever they want a new outfit or costume or model or concept art, they have a they have to have what they have to have a quote ticket or which is such a very limited time frame, which is probably about a day worth of time frame or a week worth of time frame or a month worth of time frame or just a couple hours worth of time frame to get anything done meaning to get a concept part or to get a model or to get a render or to get a song written or approved or a game approved or anything like that they have to have certain tickets and they're only allowed to have a certain t- amount of tickets per day or per week or per month or per lifetime or per contract to the extent that the, most of the talents they don't even get, unless they're super, super on the ball about, hey, when's my, how, where, how, where's my ticket, when did it start, and all this other stuff, because half the time, if they're not the one keep asking about it, about when's my ticket, or whatever like that, they're not going to, they're never going to get their ticket, because the Japanese people don't bother with it, and want them just to flander off and commit suicide 
because oh yeah yeah that's another thing I need to bring up real quick so one sorry about the mention of the word but in Japanese at least on the outside perspective of what I constantly hear I know it's a bad thing and I don't know the actual statistics but the way it's been provided outside of Japan about the word suicide and and uh, mental mental well-being and stuff it's not looking good through all the media that I have perused or consumed or heard about or 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 other things the it's the word suicide it's like a it's a heavy thing here in English speaking countries and in America and stuff like that but the way it looks like from the outside perspective of the way they deal with it it's a solemn and frequent thing to the extent that it's normalized and joked about to the extent that it's almost agreed upon that's what you do anyway. I'm going to let that sit there. Yeah. And... That's a Japanese company. And Japanese culture. And most of that is because of... An anecdote... I don't know how real it is. But this was shared. And I honestly do not know how real it was. Or how real this statement is. But I'm going to tell you a statement. And... This is not a good statement. I'm just going to tell you a statement. And I don't know if this is just an adjective, an actual story, or what. But a black company had an employee commit suicide. And the head bosses treated it like it was an achievement that the other employees should look forward to honor and respect that the person basically worked themselves to death. And spun it in a happy way and stuff. Again, I don't know how true this story is or and. Or if it was just an anecdote or an analogy or whatever. But if that's just one black company. And we probably have some. I'm pretty sure we have some black companies here in America. And other places around the world. But the most popularized black companies are Asian countries. So... I 
don't know what to tell you. But that's what it feels like. But the situation right now is more... On an outside perspective, it's not fun for the individuals actually in the situation. But it's hilarious to watch the the bad guys in the situation flounder and try to convince the outside world of their little Japan world that they're in the right. And I'm like, hmm? And they actually had Japanese companies I'm pretty sure at least one or two Japanese companies that helped them with merch sales that spoke English fluently probably to leave and disband all contracts with that company. And so it's not all Japanese companies, but it's definitely the black companies of Japan that are like that. And the community themselves are accusing slash mocking the company Nizi Sanji and any corporate, any color, any color, that they are a black company. And they don't actually care about their talents. And one of the biggest, like, thing, the two biggest things that they did, the most recent biggest things that they did, was they shared the reason why one of their talents was on a hiatus for the longest time. And put it as a reason of firing. That the person was being bullied to the extent that they had to go to the hospital. That was basically that was basically how it was worded. That and just that statement alone, you already know where the hell I just because I just rant a little bit of I already told you about. Yeah, that's basically, they worded, they worded that the talent, that their ex-talent accused or reported that they were, that she was being bullied to the extent that it was bad for her mental fatigue and had to be hospitalized or had to go to a hospital for her mental well-being. And they put it down as a reason for firing because they used the word accused of bullying. Of within the company. Then, later on, probably in that, I think it was about a couple days later, they had three of their talents do a black screen video 
I haven't listened to the video, but I've heard enough about the video and enough information that was in the video to know it was not a good video that they did. That the three talents in there were probably the ones bullying her is what it looks like. But also they're the ones that said that they were representing Niji Sanji. And and then they showed legal documents that was supposed to be shared only between lawyers in the court case or in a court case I should say because because it was supposed to be only shared between lawyers at, at all and only lawyers of why firing and stuff and work or why quitting and stuff like that and the 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 company just blatantly shared the information to those to those talents and then told the talents with the script say these things you can add them a couple other things and you got to show these other things and they thought that that would shut everybody up or move the pressure to somebody else but no it didn't at all it it completely backfired on Nizizanji because all it did was cement what everybody else thought was actually happening and also submitted of how much especially one talent that everybody's except for his their individual sound base uh, uh, fan base was like we liked the other two we were on the edge with this third one now we're like we don't like all of we don't like all three of you And I'm like, hmm. And their CG and their CEO came out and said some things in like broken English with sub English subtitles. I watched like the first minute, and I'm already like, your entire presentation is stupid and bad. And uh, yeah, I just find it hilarious that that company is being is is being black is uh, is just losing. I'm just happy that that company is losing stock, and I honestly hope all their talents right now that are actually good people. I actually hope they all quit that company and go and go individuals and indie and stuff because they do not need that company whatsoever because that company is a piece of shit sorry to bring the mood down but that's where it's at right now <laughs>